0: Oh hello! I'm Sketch, and I'm Shades, and this is Geeking, geeking out, out with Shades, Shades and Sketch. Sketch. Welcome back to all of our longtime listeners. Uh, every episode, every episode, we take our GoCo, our Geeking Out Command Outpost, to a different corner of the Geeking Multiverse. And Shades, we're a little, we're a little cramped this week.
1: What you want to explain where we are this week? We are camped out in the rusting husk mm. of a 1986 Jeep Grand Cherokee Wagoneer mm. underneath the rusting husks of some other decrepit cars. It keeps creaking and swaying Ugh. above us. This is not our best locale No, ever, but it,
0: it is one of the safest places for us. It is. To log into the, the Oasis. Oasis. Uh, so if we are going to log into the Oasis, get our uh, digital avatar on... That must mean we are talking about
1: Ready Player One. Do, 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 you make my dreams come true. You do.
0: You do make my dreams come true. Perfect. All right. Okay. So if we're talking Ready Player One, uh, spoilers for both.
1: Spoilers for both the book and the movie, longtime listeners. And possibly spoilers for anything covered in the book,
0: like pop culture covered in the book. Oh, my know? goodness.
1: Uh, basically, spoilers for everything ever. This was a cornucopia of 1980s and 90s pop culture. Yeah. It's just, accoutrement
0: it's just a nostalgia, nostalgia. adventure ride for all of us to go on
1: spoilers for this episode i i loved it i loved this movie yeah i did too. i had so much fun
0: i did too and i love the book and i also love this is a rare instance where i've actually read the book that the movie comes from
1: what's your history with ready player one sketch
0: um it's not that long ago that someone was like i think you had recommended ready player one for me but because it was a book i was like no fuck that uh, and then other, for p- and other people recommended to me and I was just like, I just don't read. I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not a reader. But then eventually it wore down and I was like, all right, everyone loves this book. So I should read this book.
1: You know, there are audiobooks too. Yeah, no, and I just, do an I've,
0: I've never listened to an audiobook. You should give it a shot. I should. Um, but uh, I think as soon as I picked it up, I was done within a week. Wow. Because I loved it. I effing loved that book.
1: I've only ever read one, two books in a day. Uh-huh. Or a week, like less than, a, less than two weeks. Was this one of them? No. Oh, okay. Um, so it was just a way Deathly to phrase ha- yourself? Deathly Hallows and uh, Cursed Child.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So both in the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I read this like in a week and I, I, I loved it. I loved the book. And so then I'm glad. when I saw the trailer for this movie to come out, I was pumped. I was, like, more pumped to see Ready Player One. It was It's probably been the movie of 2018 that I've been looking forward to the most.
1: Oh, yeah, and we've been getting teasers for Ready Player One since almost 2016. Yeah. This yeah. movie's been in post-production for a long time. Um, I uh, have a good friend uh, who worked on, this, on the production. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was in—I want to say—it was in post-production for almost a year and a half. Spielberg wow. stopped production on Ready Player One, post-production on Ready Player One, did the post, mm-hmm. put the post out, and then finished Ready Player One. Wow. So there was a lot of work, and I think it shows the time that they took in post with all of the effects. Oh, work. it's a great movie, and we—we we'll, we
0: were definitely going to unpack yeah, we'll get that into in Rants and Race. But to finish my history, sure. So I—I I was so excited I saw it opening night. Uh, in IMAX. I'm not an IMAX 3D kind of fan. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. talked about this. It, it, but this this is a movie to see. Yeah, in, I wish I saw in this IMAX. movie
1: in 3D. Uh, I think I missed shit. something.
0: It, it worked well. And then, um, when we get to Rent the I'll talk about my first impressions. But then I saw it a second time as well. So I've seen mm-hmm. it twice in theaters, and uh, it's only been out for what? A month? Three weeks? About Yeah, about a month. So there you go. That's my history with Ready how about you?
1: I have a weird history with this, with this movie and book. Uh, memory is a funny thing. I have a distinct memory mm-hmm. of reading this book in college, which is impossible because it didn't come out until 2011. I was going to say. It didn't come out until... I have a, like, this crazy memory of getting this book into the Assumption College library and, and instead of putting it on the shelf like I was supposed to because yeah. I, I worked there... I like took it and read it and it's just not possible
0: well long-term listeners this is really why we have this intervention for shades not too long ago and <laughs> just spent a couple a couple weeks in rehab so um, so after you you distinguish between reality and uh... and
1: my like this my own personal like oasis memory of this book yeah it's so bizarre I, ha- I know it's a false memory but yeah. it's very distinct Um. So, yeah, I read it, I guess, when the book came out in 2011. So I must have been working in, in Webster at the time. Okay. And um, I, I remember bits and pieces of the book. Okay. I don't really remember it that well. Well, I got a little bit of a breakdown for you. Yeah. For, for so it's been a while. Yeah. I remember enjoying I re- have fond memories of this book. Oh, so good. Um, I, I love all of the... Uh, you know tropes and nostalgia pieces that are in it, and I think they translated so well to film uh, I saw it once in theaters uh, Wish I could see it a second time Maybe I'll get to I don't you know. You still can. I you, could. I you mean, I can just,
0: make your dreams come true I
1: could. Do, do, we talked about how do, we just do, do, don't have the time. To don't have the time. We are guys. Media.
0: We are adults we are two grown men with adult <laughs> responsibilities that watch cartoons and children's programmings and talk to you about it on the internet. We do. Fucking adults, man. Fucking adults. Yeah. Um, let me say this before we get too deep into Ready Player One. I, I really, I really recommend seeing the movie or reading the book. Or both, if possible, before we spoil everything for you.
1: Yeah, this is an episode that we're going to ruin a lot of things We're going to ruin you. a lot of
0: things. <laughs> and, and, and there's so much better to, to experience organically through the journey of our main
1: characters. So here's what you do. If you haven't read the book or seen the movie and you intend to, yeah. stop this episode and uh, go back through our catalog and take a listen to Sequest DSV.
0: That's a great episode. That's a
1: great episode. And I want more ar-
0: people to listen to Sequest DSV because I'm still waiting for my Sequest I know. Uh, blueprint. I know. I'm getting a lot of other things in the mail, <laughs> but not that yet.
1: What's the What's the most disturbing thing you've received?
0: Today? A lot of nudes yeah. uh, of me. So, like, where <laughs> they're coming from, I have no <laughs> idea. I guess it's fan art, but it's very realistic and provocative. Get you are quick as ever. Thank you. So should we should we just get just right into like the synopsis now that we gave our big spoiler warning?
1: Sure. Can I can I do my brief synopsis that I had started before you were like, wait a minute, Shades? Yeah. Go ahead. This is how I a movie about a geek made by a geek for geeks comprised of every trope in existence. Blink and you'll miss something. That's true. Based on a book of the same name from twenty eleven.
0: Okay, that's a great synopsis. Thank you. Now, what I did, long time listeners know, Shades is usually the one that does the synopsis, but I thought. It was going to be important in this episode, uh, especially because, this is, like I said, this is an episode where I actually know both yes. the book and the movie. And there are key differences in the book and the movie. Yes. And I'm not going to get into what, which is better or which is worse. I, I just want to talk about the differences and how the experience of both is a little bit different. I think that's wise. So I, I wrote a little synopsis, it's not too little, that I think will work <laughs> for both the book and the movie.
1: Longtime listeners, there is a notepad... Um, the notepad is the difference. A manifesto. Yeah. Okay. Pages I, upon pages. It's rough. Laid together inside of a phone book. So yeah. strap in. This
0: synopsis I wrote is seventy five percent as long as the actual book. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I took out twenty five percent. All right. Here's my synopsis of Ready: the story of Ready Player One. Great. Okay. Ready. In the year. Oh, 20. hold on. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, I'm ready now. Okay, now you're ready? I'm, not, I'm ready. Why do you have to unzip your fly to be ready? <laughs> this is alarming. I think I know where these nudes are coming from. All right. In the year 2045, the vast majority of civilization escapes their harsh dystopian society within the Oasis, a massive online virtual reality platform in which you can be anyone, go anywhere, and do anything. Upon his death, the creator of the Oasis, James Halliday, announced that hidden within his digital world... Is an ultimate easter egg and whoever is first to find this treasure will inherit his wealth but more importantly sole control over the oasis and its future finding the egg however will be no simple feat for it is hidden behind a series of three gates each of which requires contestants to discover a specific key hidden somewhere in the massive virtual world so enter our hero wade watts In the real world, Wade is a poor, orphaned American teenager, but within the Oasis, he is Parzival the Gunter, which is short for an egg hunter. Egg hunter. Five years into the contest, with the world unable to make any progress on the hunt, Wade uses his deep understanding of Halliday's life and obsession with 1980s pop culture to at last find the first key. This vaults him to celebrity status and rekindles the world's obsession with Halliday's Easter egg. Through this, he meets and befriends fellow Gunters, H, Artemis, Daito, and Sho, and it puts him at odds with Nolan Sorrento, the lead egg hunter for IOI, which is the Oasis's biggest real-world competition. Sorrento and IOI are first to find the egg. Wade and all Oasis users will be powerless as the corporation destroys Halliday's vision and locks the average user behind restrictions and paywalls. Can Wade and his fellow gunters navigate the nostalgia-filled pop-culture-laced treasure hunt and save their world from the intentions of IOI? And while deep inside the virtual reto- uh, utopia, what might they learn about their own humanity? <laughs> Ready
1: Player One. Sketch is a staff writer at Woo! The, well, at you the can tell I love Hartford Sun. It. I love... That's a Hartford paper, right? the Hartford paper, right? Hartford Sun. Uh, Hartford Current. Hartford. Yeah,
0: that was close. Uh-huh. So that's Ready Player One. That's the synopsis of Ready Player One, whether or not you read the book or watch the movie. But would you? I mean, agree?
1: truthfully, you don't need to see either now. Do I read the book? That's or see, don't why don't see I
0: warned people. Yeah. To. Uh, it's everything. To to stop the stop the episode. See you next time. All right. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, yeah, that's that's fantastic. Would you like me to go through what makes the book different? Like, the major differences in the book and the movie? Or do you want to do our scores first? Um, let's do our scores first. Okay. Let's do scores
1: first. Uh, the all-important internet scores. Yeah. IMDB. This, now, you're saying specifically for the movie, right? Yeah, they don't score books. Yeah. Sorry. It was a New York Times bestseller. There you go. That's yeah. a score. Yeah. It's a great book. Great book. I highly recommend reading it. IMDB. Before you ruin it. gives Ready Player One yeah. a 7.8. Wow, okay. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Critic score. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. 74. Wow,
0: okay.
1: Fan score, 80%. Okay. 92% of Google users love this movie. Doing this podcast, I've noticed Google
0: users are like really positive people.
1: They really are. Yeah. They really Good are. Good on you, Google users. They are the most positive users on the internet by oh. far. Metacritic. I've started to bring in Metacritic because I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore. Okay. Metacritic gives it a 64%. Wow.
0: Is Metacritic another, like... Rotten Tomatoes. It's like just a coalition of different critics. Yeah. Okay. Any others? Well, uh, that's, that's all I pulled. That's enough. Yep. Okay. little lower than I would expect. How much... For a Spielberg-produced uh, yeah. such as this.
1: How much do you think this movie costs to make?
0: <sighs> More money than I can even fathom.
1: Uh, so much so that Warner Brothers uh, did not... Disclose, disclose the amount. Yeah. It grossed uh-huh. thus far in its three-week run five hundred and twenty-four million dollars.
0: Okay. I'd take that. I'd take it. I I'm would gross it if put I could gross that Somewhere three, three between weeks,
1: 270 yeah. and 350 million. Okay. I know that's a wide range, but I, I from the look of it, I I
0: would be happy to live anywhere within that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Shade score of. Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch, Mm -hmm. I gave this movie a 92. Woo, okay, a a
0: 92. That's high.
1: And this is a movie... uh, Steven Spielberg said something about this movie when he introduced it at um, Tribeca. Yeah. He introduced it as a movie, not a film. Okay. And I think that's fair. And I think what he meant by that is this. I don't know. This is my understanding of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The movie isn't asking for any kind of deep-seated philosophical investment. No, it isn't. It's, and, and Spielberg's, all the thing that's made him a great filmmaker is his, his fantasy has always been grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. This movie, not so. Even when you're in the real world, the real world is fantasy. Yes. So it's, it's not grounded in anything. Yeah. And so you're he's not looking for buy-in from you as the viewer. It's just stuff that you if you're into it, you're going to love it. If you're not into it, you're not going to love it, but it's just there to entertain you. And I think it succeeds in that.
0: There is certainly less of an agenda in this movie. Like you yeah. you're not trying to There's a we'll talk about it a little bit later. There's a like a like a hint of a message. Yeah. But it really is just an entertaining journey. Yeah. It is just a story. It's a Fun, entertaining story to just bring you along for the yeah. ride. A
1: movie about a geek
0: made by a geek. Yeah, for geeks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, we should say thank you. Yeah, to Steven Spielberg thank and you, Steven to Spielberg. Uh, the the author. What's his name? Ernest Klein. Yes, Is that' his name. Correct. I don't know names, and I got did that it. one. I must love this fucking book.
1: You must. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, sketch. Sketch from uh, geeking out. Shades and Sketch. I give the movie a ninety. 90. So I'm right there with you. Wow. Okay. And uh, yeah, 90. I'll, I'll, I'll break it down. I wonder a what my extra 2% was. Well, I, I really think some first impressions of mine flavored me a little bit. Okay. This is probably be a good time for me to say that the first time I saw the movie, I would have given it less than a 90. Okay. Because, and this is totally my Cause fault. Because you just don't have as
1: developed a palate
0: as me. Sure. That, that's one way to put it <laughs> the other way is i went in with expectations and that's my oh, fault. that's sketch. my fault but i i was going in rarely do i go into a movie where i know the the source source material, the source material yeah. as well and i was like really looking forward to like key aspects mm-hmm. of the book right that was my fault that's on me Right. So I so when they were changed how could they not include joust? There were things that weren't included that I was like, It's joust. Actually the two scenes I really wanted included and was like really excited to see how they did in the movie weren't even in the movie. So I was so like I let I left the movie a little let down. Mm. But I immediately recognized that's not fair. Right. That's not fair. And that's one of the main reasons I saw it a second time. And after I saw it a second time and I was like, okay, leave all that baggage at the door. Leave all the everything about the book. Let's just leave
1: it outside,
0: and let's just enjoy this movie from start to finish. And I enjoyed it so
1: much more. Well, good on you for, so, for cowboying up and going and seeing it. Yeah, and a second so time.
0: I, so then I bumped my score up, and yeah. so I bumped it up to a
1: ninety. I had so much fun in this movie, and it, it's a it's fun not movie. Deep, it's not philosophical. No. It has a very, a very light touch of a message. And it, I had so much fun and looking not, for Easter eggs myself. Like, the movie is a movie about finding an Easter egg, and then there are so many Easter eggs in front of you. I, was, I had so much fun, I and was, I was so, so proud of myself. I
0: was so embarrassed that it took me, like, a week to figure out, oh, shit, they released this movie at Easter.
1: Yes! Like,
0: oh, my God, that's brilliant. It, isn't uh, it? It just dawned on me, like, well after the fact, and I felt so dumb, but then I was like, ah, good on you, Ready Player One. Yeah. Good on you. It's, it's an Easter movie. It's, it's the an ultimate Easter movie. Easter movie. It's the ultimate Easter it's egg. as much of an Easter movie as Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes! I'm going to deposit yes. that right now. Yes! So it might even become a new Easter tradition in my household.
1: I, I would agree. Uh-huh. I would agree. I was so delighted with the things that they pulled from, like, looking that, you know, you get that opening race yes. with just every every iconic vehicle, vehicle yep. ever! Yep. Ever! Yep. Yeah, it was the, the A-teams van, the 66 Batmobile, the General Lee, the Ecto 88. Bigfoot! Bigfoot, Bigfoot, King of the Monster Trucks! Yeah. Oh, man, like, what else was in there? Um.
0: Well, you got we, the Majors, you got Akira's bike, a and you got bike. the DeLorean.
1: Yep, and also on her bike, all of the stickers, oh, stickers. for, like, Wonder Woman and uh, Greatest American Hero. Oh, and
0: the DeLorean has... Uh, the DeLorean has, uh, the, DeLorean the, has the, the Knight Rider, Knight Rider bar. scanner bar. I mean, longtime listeners might know this. We are quite fond of yes. Night Rider.
1: I mean, I understand why they couldn't put the Ghostbuster logos on the doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the book, the DeLorean is not. It's it's a, a it's a mashup of the DeLorean Ecto-1 and Night Rider. In the Well, that's what I'm talking the about. Book. Some of these things the you have to, I'm going to ca- keep calling it the Ecto-88.
0: Some of these things you have to leave at the door because you yeah. know, there are Hollywood decisions as well They loved couldn't it.
1: get permission
0: from everybody right, in the right, world. Right. I mean, the book has more Star Wars elements. It would certainly include right. Marvel heroes in it and there were none. Yeah.
1: There there were a few Marvel uh characters here and there, but only ones, you know, very few that they could get rights to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're not um, seeing your Tony Starks flying around.
1: No, movie. I mean, I think I think the entire Justice League was there at one point. Um, Battletoads, battle deep, Toads, the, the were battle, in a lot. They were in a lot. Um, the The Street Sharks, that was a deep cut. Um, both iteration, like the classic Ninja Turtles, Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah, you um, had um, a, a lot of Overwatch characters from Blizzard. Oh, all
1: of the Overwatch, a lot of Street. You had Chun Li, yeah. Ryu. Um, Akuma, mm-hmm. um, um... Well, in, this, in the Bl- Oasis... Blanca and Zangief.
0: You can be anybody, and a lot of people choose to be these, these iconic I mean, they were characters. obvious
1: things, but I just, I, when they're driving through the race, they drive by a billboard for, um, Last, Last Action, Action Hero. Hero. It's, it's just so wonderful to see... It's rewarding. It is, and it's, you know, what it's like... Spielberg is still that kid who snuck onto the Universal lot mm-hmm. and dreamed of being a director. And that is like amazing because he's Steven Spielberg and has done Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan. And, but he's also done ET and Jaws. And he's. Steven Spielberg
0: did Goonies, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very Goonies esque. He? Yeah,
1: he did Goonies. Yeah. Yep. you know what I mean he's still that kid and mm-hmm. that's amazing and wonderful it is
0: it is that race I had a much bigger appreciation for it my second time around oh because the, that was that was one of the things that the race was the, the I shouldn't say the race the first Peter Jackson's the,
1: King Kong the, and the
0: T-Rex the first challenge was one of the things I was really looking forward to seeing right. in, from, the, from book. the book and it's not I mean it's no. not even close it's not a even completely close. different and I get why they changed it but yep. I was really looking forward. In the book, it's a lot more like discovery and like right, adventuring. Right, right. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. and then, it, you know, it was an action-packed race. But, uh, bo, it grabs you and it's like, all right, we're in this ride together. Let's go. Right. You know? And by the ride, I mean the entire movie. The entire movie, stuff. yes. Um, can I go through some of the differences between the book and the movie? Please do. Because this is a, probably a good point because we're talking about that gate. Yeah. Obviously, all of the challenges are, are pretty different because they don't translate well from the... The book, not at all, to the movie. Yeah. Um. So I understand why they made all those decisions. I'm going to go through these. I'm not going to pass judgment on which is better. I'm just telling you what the differences are okay. between the book and the movie. Okay.
1: Yeah. Let's start. Are you looking the... for my permission?
0: Yes, I am. Yeah. Please. Everything do. I do, I do with your permission. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's start with the oasis. The oasis itself, the biggest part of this book, the biggest yes. part of this story. This massive online world, right?
1: That they continue to refer to as an MMO, but is not an MMO. Well,
0: in this, in the movie, it's a massive multiplayer online, that's what MMO means, guys, uh, role-playing game. I mean, it's specifically a game. Right. In the book, the Oasis has basically evolved to a point where it's basically synonymous with the internet. Yes. And... It's a second world to live in,
1: Longtime basically. listeners over the age of 15, it's Second Life.
0: Oh, God, I really hope we don't have long listeners under the age I of the 15. I know that we do. Oh, my goodness. Hey, welcome, we guys. I'm going to try to watch my language for you. Um, uh, but
1: the... If, you, if you've... Second Life is literally what The Oasis is based on.
0: Yeah, and in the book, The Oasis, you... Yeah, you play. Certainly. If you want to. But... People work, literally yeah. work you in to the work. Oasis. People go to school. Children go to school in the Oasis. Mm-hmm. It's a way for the, the Department of Education to save a massive amount of money yeah. by having online classes. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, Long-time listeners, we're all going to be living and working in the Oasis very soon. Uh, it maybe not with VR on, but it's, it's just going to become cheaper for real estate purposes, well, for I mean, schools even and businesses to buy you a computer than it is to heat these buildings and maintain real estate. Just look at what's happened to retail.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, oh, yeah. look at how much that has shifted from a physical realm yeah, to a virtual realm. stores cannot afford
1: to make rent. We are we're sprinting to we this world. We are sprinting yes. to living in the stacks and playing in the Oasis. So
0: that's, that's a big distinction to make. Game in the movie, life, life in the book. In the book. Wade is pretty close in both reiterations. He's poor. Yes. He's very, very poor. Very poor. He's he's deposited as poorer in the book. In the book. His aunt that takes him in uh, doesn't care about him at all. At all. all. She only takes him in to get food vouchers. Right. uh, And then doesn't give him food. Does (laughs) not feed him at all. So in the book, Wade is limited to only the free planets in Mm -hmm. the oasis. And in, in the movie he of... basically kinda,
1: his the the school planet the School plan is school and
0: like the basic free world that everyone spawns right. into. Uh, the and, lobby. And in the and in the uh, in the movie he has, you know, he has ways to make enough money right. to like participate in the race and, and stuff.
1: I, like I that. liked I liked um, how they addressed that, that he had to go to the back of the line to, mm-hmm. to collect the coins which To
0: have the gas money to, to actually have the gas money the to finish yep. the race, yeah. Um, speaking of the main characters, Artemis. Has a bit yep. of a shift. Uh in a the big shift. In the book, she is well, it's it's important to note that in the, the book is completely told by the the, the point of view of, of Wade. Wade. Yeah. Uh and Artemis is kind of his his major cyber crush.
1: She is the the princess in the castle in the book.
0: And, and but she's but she's not helpless. I mean she's an amazing no. yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Gunter, hey mm-hmm. Gunter, and uh, Wade is kind of obsessed with her a little yes. bit. And, you know, through their adventure, they end up meeting... She is they're...
1: a legendary Gunter. Yes, and their relationship
0: has, you know, some ups and downs. Ups and downs. And, downs. and in, the, uh, in the movie, we actually get a little bit from Artemis' point yeah. of view. She's certainly more of the hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does the real world stuff yes. that Wade and it does in the book, stuff like that. So uh, they definitely give... Artemis a bigger role, and they give her like a resistance that mm-hmm. she's kind of leading. and we'll, we'll talk about it. I told you, I'm not passing yeah. passing judgment. You got Og, who's yep. the co-creator of the Oasis. Yes. In the... He has such a bigger role in the book. Bigger role in the book. He's kind of everywhere and always present. He's, he's watching well, people he's, within they the Oasis.
1: Essentially, in the movie, they turned his avatar into Halliday's avatar. No, he, At, the, In in the book, Og is like... A, the great, and powerful, the great and powerful Og. The great yeah. and powerful Og and is like the wizard. But he only logs
0: into the Oasis once a year on his birthday. Right. In Otherwise, he's always right. in there watching people because mm-hmm. he's tasked with watching this, right. this contest, making sure it's being played fairly. Um, but he's the one that like Brings the kids together. Yes, and he's the one that like gives them a safe haven to work in. He is the
1: he is the. We've talked about this before. You have the chaotic evil, mm-hmm. the neutral, um, lawful neutral, yeah. and, uh, he's and he's the, he's, he's lawful the lawful neutral. neutral. Yeah, he's watching every. He's looking and seeing who the 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 worthy players are, and and putting events in motions to yep. kind of bring them together. And in the in the movie.
0: He's, he's removed a lot more from the action. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, but it's a nice reveal that he's been the, the curator all along. Yeah. Uh, so that he's really kind of been
1: not just watching from afar, watching right. in the Hands-on, on yep. help, helping. And I, I actually did like... Um, big spoiler here. I did like that he's the one that gives Wade the extra life.
0: Yeah, but he did... I mean, Wade earned it. He did. Yeah, like, he did... But I, he I did like, like that It um, wasn't like... It wasn't cheating. It was no, like you no, made a not bet with me, You went.
1: I li- yeah. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked that. And for in the movie for Og, that was like, you're like you. It's you. Yeah. Yep. That's, oh, that's, at that moment, that's the moment, that's that's when the moment I think oh, no, that he, where he decides he's going to.
0: It was a great reveal for me. At it the was end. a great. Yeah. Uh, like I, I didn't. But
1: I feel like I in the s- in the setup of the movie, I feel like that was the point at which she was like, "You're going you're you're gonna win." And you're gonna be you're like, I'm going to take an actor because he's there immediately, mm-hmm. and we know that they all don't live in this city. He's at, he's gotten on a plane, or whatever, and yeah. he's traveled there.
0: Well, that brings me to the next, the next, the other kids. They in the book, they're all over the world. They are all of, yeah. In this movie, because the the book takes place over a course of months, and this mm-hmm. movie takes course over maybe a week days. Yeah, the kids are all from the same city. Right. In the movie. Um, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, like the two Japanese brothers, they mm-hmm. change a bit because yes. they like, apparently live in Columbus, Ohio, with yeah. everybody else. Um, and Show in, the, and in the movie, they are actual brothers. Yes. And in the movie, they're kind of on board You're right the from most the beginning. Badass
1: 11 year old ever. Yeah, don't, Take don't give you a hug.
0: Don't tell him that. He <laughs> hears it enough or whatever. Uh, in the book, they are very reserved. They, oh, yeah. They're away from everybody. And it's not until spoiler alert. <laughs> Daito that is killed, killed in the real world Yeah. Oh. Uh, in a great scene. That's the second that scene is, I really wanted to see. I know. To, um, that show realizes, okay, I need to group up with, with the Artemis and Artemis, Parzival. Parzival and H. And H. To, um, and I didn't write down H in this list because H was pretty
1: close. H was the most translatable character yeah. plot point yeah. from the book to the movie. In the book, it's and a, I thought that was amazing.
0: It's a Big reveal that H yeah. is actually a, a girl. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like that cat was already so out of the bag that it didn't make sense to make that a giant reveal. Right. In the movie. So H, I, I get what H why,
1: essentially why. says, I could be, I could yeah, be well, uh, she's, she's like, a 30-year-old woman living in my parents' basement. Yeah, he tells... Oh, yeah.
0: He tells um, H is Avatar Wade like oh yeah. Artemis could be anyone right she doesn't have to be a girl so she deposits right. that idea that right you can be whoever you want in the Oasis and right spoiler alert he is, is she she and um
1: and uh, I didn't I didn't look up her name I love that actress so much and she only ever plays characters that are basically herself oh really yeah like whatever she whatever she gets in any show that she's on yeah she's just so real she's just her yeah that's cool.
0: Um, the last, the last two, I'll say, the differences are, well, I already kind of touched upon it. The keys and the gates.
1: Le- Lena Waith. Lena Waithe.
0: Waithe? Yeah, Lena Waithe. Waithe. Cool. Lena Waithe. What else has she been in?
1: Oh, um, Master of None, Atlanta, um, what else? Stuff like um, that. she guests a lot, and she has, a uh, she was in a couple episodes of "This is Us." She
0: was good. The, the yeah. entire high five.
1: Oh yeah, the high good. five.
0: Um, that's what we call this group, Yes of, of children, by the way. There's five um, of them. They up, get uh, high um, all the time. Yeah, they get They're super high all the time.
1: Super stoners.:
0: The last one I'll say is uh, the, the regret of Halliday in the book, mm. I think, was based more on the love that he lost.: Yes. And in the movie, it was based more on the friendship.: Friendship he lost, that he lost, lost, yeah yeah. Uh, so those are the major those are the major differences. I mean, of course there's many more differences. And I will but. you're
1: you're doing a very good job of not passing judgment on this. I'm
0: not passing judgment. I'm just saying what I, the differences
1: are. I much preferred the Halliday reveal and that he that he betrayed his friend. And f- like friendship was the most important thing to him and like real-world friendships, that that was his biggest regret in the movie than I agree. the reveal of the book.
0: I agree because I'm sorry, love is way overplayed yes. as the motivation yep. in, in stories and in Hollywood. Yeah. So to have it be
1: my friendship gra- My greatest re- regret in yep. life was, be- was treating my friend the way I did who yep. was so dedicated, who didn't give a shit about my fortune or the game mm-hmm. or the mo- just because it was ours that we created. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's,
0: that's that little ghost of a message that we're yeah. talking about. Yep. You know, holding on to these real-world relationships. Not specifically romantic relationships. but Agreed. Like, actual real-world relationships. So, do you want to get into our rants and raves? Let's do it. You want to start with rants or raves? So, why don't you start with raves? Start with the good. What, what do you want to say about Ready Player
1: One? Um, I have... Can I do two?
0: No. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Do two. One's,
1: one's super small.
0: I am a gracious host. You go are. Go ahead.
1: The great and powerful sketch. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, very small, the Ecto-88. Yeah. If there were going to be three movie, pop cinema cars in existence, and you were going to mash them together for me, Mm -hmm. that I would make or build, it would be the DeLorean, the Ecto-1, and Kit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can't think think of anyone else to put in there.
1: Absolutely brilliant. And, again, they couldn't get the rights to Ghostbusters, whatever. It's still the Ecto-88. In a virtual world, that's the car that I would that one I, I would,
0: oh, drive. absolutely. I could totally see you driving that. Yeah. In, in the virtual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. So instead of, of parsable, it, it would say shades. It would say shades.
1: Which, of course, my car does
0: actually, car actually say does as a license
1: plate. Oh, no. I'm that guy.
0: Yep. You are that oh, guy. Okay. Every, listen, everyone who listens to the podcast already <laughs> knew you were that guy before you said it.
1: All right. My first actual rave mm-hmm. the concept and look of the Oasis is beautiful and a playground where you can live and work and and play outside of where you live as a population of earth grows if it continues to grow in this way it's going to be a necessity we're not going to be able to play and hike and exist in the way that we do now a population of 7.1 billion people and hopefully we don't wind up living in trailers stacked on top of each other Mm -hmm. but if you go to New York if you go to Atlanta, if you go to LA, we're getting close to living on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we're going to ha- have this kind of world, I hope we have an oasis that looks like this to play in. Well, the nice thing about
0: this world, which actually doesn't happen in the book, is it, when you have the oasis as a platform in which you can, quote unquote, live, Right. you don't have to live on top of each other as much anymore. Right. In the book, they do because there's like... They had the bandwidth wars yes and so the internet is in severely limited yes. and everyone lives around columbus because that's where that's ioi highest, is and that's where gregarious games highest,
1: are the highest bandwidth uh, so
0: they have the best they have the best internet um i'm going to piggyback on your rave because that's what i wrote too just like the premise of this reality in which that you can log into something like this and you can experience things that otherwise Uh, You couldn't, and I mean, there are certainly people, especially an older generation, that are like, "Go out there and do the do it for real." And it's like, okay, well, first, fuck you, and second, (laughs) like, there are things that exist out there, or or that don't exist out there that you want to experience, and they don't even have to be like fantastical. Yeah, you could slay dragons. Yeah, you could fly your X-wing down the Death Star trench. But you know what else you could do? You go back in time. Okay, yeah. you could experience historical events. Right. Um I mean, you could you could test
1: out theoretical
0: physics Absolutely. in a, in a completely virtual reality that is limited to the rules of the real world. You no, know what I no mean? No
1: more space shuttle disasters. Absolutely. No, no more uh, you know, no more catastrophic uh, system failures. And
0: having the, I know everyone wants to be like, well, it's really bad to get addicted to this. But also, if we're so <laughs> overpopulated, having a population that starts to get addicted to this and starts to have relationships within the game oh, yeah. and can't procreate but can still have like that emotional Absolutely. invested relationship the population is going to start to recede a little bit yep. you know what i mean so there are definitely pros and cons of the oasis you know in a world of I am like, a virtual world but there are wait, let's acknowledge that there are a lot of pros and that's my rave that i was worried The book did such a great job of painting the Oasis in a positive light that I was worried we were going to kind of get... It's going to be like
1: like this dystopia. Yeah,
0: like we're going to get this like Hollywood agenda of like, well, you're missing out on the real world. You're missing out on
1: the... And that message was there.
0: It was there, but it wasn't like... They addressed it in such a nice way. It wasn't like, eat this, it's good for you kind of thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Eat your broccoli. Yeah. You know what? (laughs) Like that... Because that's the stuff I hate. Like where it's like, oh, I've never i never experienced love. Right. Okay. And Halliday even says at the end of the book, he he's, his right. big line isn't, uh, the real, you still need the real world. It's not, it's not the, that that's where you find love. Right? right. Or that's where you find friendship. No, you can find those things in the Oasis. Right. We still need the real world because it's still the only place you can get a decent meal. Right. Boom. Yes, you need both. The real need world and both. the Oasis in this kind of future. Yes. And spoiler alert to our actual future. Yes. A future I think we're heading towards.
1: A hundred percent agree. Yeah. A hundred percent agree.
0: Yeah. I, this has almost nothing to do with it. And now that you've told me that we have some listeners less than 15, I'm a little (laughs) hesitant to say it, but I have a certain group of friends that our conversation will often devolve or evolve (laughs) into the topic of sex robots. Okay. And just, just go with me on this. So we talk about kind of the moral implications of having sex robots in the future. And I have always said, I am on the record of always saying that we're not going to have sex robots. It's going to be something like this. It's going to be something like a digital platform that manipulates you in reality.
1: Absolutely. 100% agree. Thank you. 100% agree. Thank you. And not only will it happen, if our society is to survive, Mm -hmm. we need it to happen.
0: I think... It would be much more beneficial and much more plausible for our society to look for a virtual world that we can populate than to go out into space and find a habitable planet like they do like in Lost in Space or something like that.
1: Spoilers for, for Lost in Space. If we you have, haven't listened we've to We've already it up, done Lost. So. It's really I hard to do. <laughs> I don't know if I 100% agree with you, but it certainly it's certainly safer it's going to buy us some time It'd buy too. us some time yep. yeah but now we're getting into like a matrix kind of thing mm-hmm. and then less oasis i don't know if i'm with you on that one i don't mean living it all the time you still need to eat i don't unless want there, it's the matrix i don't want don't. there
0: to be tubes like down everyone's throats kind of yeah. thing. you know what i mean
1: there's a fine line that you there's a rubicon that you
0: there don't is. want to cross yes there is yeah you're you're a rave Oh, even though I piggybacked on yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yours. Okay. Yeah. I like that, uh specifically in the movie, the pop culture references were broadened. Yes. A little bit. Because oh, yeah. the book is a love letter to the nineteen eighties. It is. And awesome. Great. I'm so happy for you. But right. I was born in the eighties. And right. so I'm more of a child of the nineties. Right. Um, so I understood the references, but I don't think I appreciated them the way someone who was a little older than me would have. Sure. So I like that the references and the plot devices and the big reveals of the movie yep. got brought into a you know a bit of a wider audience still a geek audience right but a wider geek audience
1: yeah and i think this actually feeds into my next rave mm-hmm. really nicely uh, just the retooling in general of key components of the story to fit with that because and we've talked about this, our biggest difference in what we preferred of book and movie, for me, I really loved it that they made it more of an ensemble. Mm-hmm. And this is my next rave, the retooling of the high five to make it more of that team aspect. And I really liked that they brought them together early. And so a lot of those changes that they made mm-hmm. that you're talking about with pop culture references, mm-hmm. instead of um, uh, Parzival having to reenact war games mm-hmm. They, they all get trapped in The Shining together. Yeah. And I, I loved that. And I thought that worked so well on, on, in terms of the film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, where that would not... What would the rest of the High Five have done? Like stood there while pa- Parzival reenacts War Games?
0: Alright, I have two things to say to you. Um, once you're done.
1: Okay. I was just piggybacking on your... This is your rave.
0: I am like H. Okay. In the movie when H is like, I've never seen The Shining, I don't like scary movies. Yeah. I was like, thank you, H, because right. that's me. I saw this on opening night,
1: so... Did they spoil The Shining for you?
0: I guess, if that's yeah. what happens <laughs> to <with> The Shining. <laughs> kind um, of, not really. When they enter The Shining and they open the doors yeah. to the hotel, yeah. right? I immediately recognize. I know enough about The Shining sure. to recognize it, but the theater, the packed theater, audibly gasped as one. Yeah. <gasps> Yes. Yeah. 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 And I thought to myself, well, this must look fucking look exactly Exactly like the shining shining. because they must have nailed it based on that reaction. I didn't. I didn't have it just like H. Yeah. Because that's I'm not into horror.
1: That's or, wonderful. Or like that. I wish I had that experience. Um I was the person gasping for you. I'm
0: not I won't get into it here because this is a rave section, but sure. you did say we've discussed this a little bit. I disagree, I respectfully right. disagree with you. I know you like that it turned into an ensemble movie.
1: Right. I don't like that they turned it into an ensemble movie. Well, I'm just I'm yeah, and I'm just, I'm going that's fine. You know, whatever it's fine to, to have you. different opinions. It, exactly. of us. It's I, fine. I think the broadening the the pop culture references worked mm-hmm. only because they went in that direction. Yes, if they had made it specific to to wait, if they had just done the book over, mm-hmm. I don't the pop culture references wouldn't have worked, um, and like a lot of the encounters wouldn't have worked. Like joust is a one on one thing, and um, war games is is really. Uh, Matthew Roderick's the, the lead. Period. End of story.
0: I agree with you that it wouldn't have worked in the movie. I just. You didn't prefer pref- it. It's I not a race for you. Sure. If I, if I could go back and I could have that first experience again sure. of reading that book again from Wade's point of view yep. and meeting all these challenges, growing as an individual. Right. I'd prefer that.
1: Yep. That's
0: and fine. that's okay. That's okay to have different opinions.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just finish my piggyback uh, by saying I, I loved that they, they cement them as a, a team. It's, it's the guild that you would want to be a part of.
0: That's my a Clan, g- they call them clans. Cla- oh, yes,
1: clans, guilds, yeah. same, same thing. No, just, um, that's sorry. my biggest complaint about MMOs. You never, the, the clan or guild that you find yourself in is never the clan or guild that you really want to be a part of. Unless you have like a group of friends that starts the game together and yep. and you you form in the real world and then go into the virtual world, mm-hmm. you never you never meet this group in an MMO.
0: I will I will admit to you that I've I personally have never experienced that. Right. I have read stories though. I've like also first-hand read stories accounts, yeah. like people saying that the people they've met online have become some of the closest and dearest friends.
1: I personally have I not have experienced also that. Also personally, not have that experience. Um,
0: but I hear you know I don't call those people liars. I I think that it. It sure. happens. I just don't think it happens as often. Yeah, absolutely. Is it
1: uh, your, rant, uh, your Rave. Rant I mind. only
0: have one rave left. If you want to do it, go it. for it. Uh, just a just a big blanket statement that the action scenes were incredibly well done. Um, you know, our biggest movie that we saw before this was probably Black, Black Panther. Black Panther. And so, if you comp- if you compare both heavily CGI'd. Yep. And if you compare the two,
1: hands down, Ready Player One. Holy.
0: Yep. Shit, were they good. I mean, especially that race. Yep. Uh, that, that racing was crazy and chaotic. However, mm-hmm. you still had a clear point of view, and you still understood the action going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and I'm not, this is not the Black Panther episode, but this I think not... in the black, in, like, in black Panther, I'm only using that as the most it just, recent it didn't work example. as well. It yeah, it work. was a little bit more clustery. Yep. And th- this was a little bit more refined. Oh, you know what I mean.
1: That's the perfect descriptor.
0: And uh, sure, that last battle scene got a little bit more into that territory, but you still had you still had your anchor characters who you were following, and kind of the battles happening around them. The focal point wasn't like a big wide lens at look at this amazing battle. It was like look at what's happening to Parzival and what's happening to Artemis. At times, it was though. Yeah, but then they would zoom in. Yes. And, you know, catch up. Whereas other movies, I won't say Black Panther anymore. Right. Other movies, I think... But we're
1: both thinking of the same thing. I think we both are.
0: Yeah. Other movies, you know, if they like throw in, I don't know, rhinoceroses and tinfoil, they have a harder time of zoning in and getting to your like point of view characters. Sure. And making it a clear, crisp narrative device still. Not just a big fireworks display. Right. You know?
1: And, and you're referencing Black Panther, but I don't think either of us are thinking of Black Panther.
0: Oh, with the rhinos in tinfoil? Yeah. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm yeah, we're talking about something, something else. else. Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get there. We'll get there, long-time listeners.
0: Do you have any more uh, raves before we switch into raves? I do.
1: I have two. The, the film work and the accent work. Mm-hmm. Ty Sheridan, TJ Miller, Lena Waithe, are basically the only American actors in the movie. Yeah. Everybody else is British, Australian, by some way. Uh, Sir Mark Rylance, considered by many, uh, showing us why he's considered to be the greatest actor of his generation. Um, now remember,
0: I don't know actors. Who's this?
1: Halliday, Mark Rylance. Oh, okay. Yep. He's a great stage Shakespearean English actor. Cool. Um, what, a, uh, um, what a, like a Ben Mendelsohn who we've seen. Soul. Oh yeah, I mean, perfect tortured mm-hmm. geek, mm-hmm. so so uh, introverted and yep. and Ben Mendelsohn okay. who we've seen over and over over the last two years. Uh, ready, um, Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Uh, his work on Bloodlines on Netflix. Uh, what else was he in that I saw recently?
0: Uh, For me, it's just Rogue One.
1: I saw something else with him recently, but just a wonderful actor and and the, the voice work on that uh, went through the went through the credits great work tom jones dialect coach on the movie i mean for a cast of brits my god almost
0: all from columbus
1: ohio uh, yeah
0: and i didn't i didn't uh, disbelieve any of that
1: i didn't and that's the thing that i noted here it's not like a, when when americans mm-hmm. do accents We do caricatures, Mm -hmm. right? We all like it's either a stereotypical cockney, like some that doesn't actually sound like a cockney, it's what we think it is, or like some bastardized Australian. It's offensive when Americans do accents, quite frankly, most of the time. Okay. Like we don't really do it well. But it wasn't like a generic American accent that they had. Each Mark Rylance had a very different, specific accent to um, Ben Mendelssohn's, what was his name? Sorrento. They, they were so specifically chosen that at no point it was I like, oh, this guy's British. And that was mind-blowing to me.
0: You're just reminding me of the time that I have had both uh, British people and Australian people say, I have the stereotypical American accent. And then they would do stereotypical American accents to me. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think they could also stereotype well, accents. Y-
1: yes. Yes. Uh, but my oh. point is they weren't stereotypical American accents. Oh, no. In the Oh, yeah. In the movie. Yeah, I thought you movie. meant
0: just like people.
1: No, <gasps> no, 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 no. No, no. Yeah, I, well, because I'm
0: not from other countries, I don't see Americans in other productions right. made for like English audiences or Australian audiences and seeing them.
1: I mean, I'm just thinking about like when uh, an American shows up on like a, a Downton Abbey or a show, a, you know, a, or Doctor Who. Okay. They're not. It's usually, they're usually from Texas or something, or, or like the Midwest, something very noticeable.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, the, yeah. Like, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll do something with a good old inflection. Right. Yeah.
1: And this wasn't that.
0: No, it wasn't. It was amazing. It was just Middle America. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a future where everything's a little bit more homogenized yes. as well. Yep. Yeah. I appreciated it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Last rave. Last rave. Okay. You don't have any more raves? No, I mean, I loved it. I really did love it. That's fine. This is my 2%. This is
1: your 2%.
0: (laughs) Hefty, hefty 2%.
1: I really... I really preferred the portrayal of Artemis in Mm -hmm. the movie to Artemis in the book. Because in the book, they really make Artemis... they, They do... She is a badass Gunter.
0: She certainly is. But
1: they do turn her into Wade's prize in the book, and she is at the center of... uh, Spoiler alert. The climax of the movie to get the last clue and key... uh, I'm sorry, the last key, they have to play Adventure. They do. Adventure is the first game ever to have an Easter egg in it. The creator of the game created this little gray dot that if you brought it to a specific place in in the Black Castle, you know, an entirely black room and went to a specific spot on the wall, you would enter and find his... Name created by mm-hmm. uh, Robert Wendell, I think, was his name. I don't remember. Sure, that might be incorrect. Longtime listeners, I apologize. Probably if someone it. will correct you. Someone will. Maybe nobody will. Maybe no one will correct me. Nobody I should have looked it up and written it down, but didn't. shoulda. So, um, and interestingly enough, Atari's made a, a bunch of these like joystick console things. The Easter egg is still there, yeah. but if you bring it to it in the updates, they have removed his name, and it just says. In quotes, text. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, they were furious that he did this. Oh. The, yeah. So I, I preferred. Well, look what it's made. I know. I preferred that they didn't. Artemis was not his prize and that it was her that went in, did all the real world stuff and went into IOI. Okay. And I, th- I thought it gave her a better story device. Okay. I know. I know you are. You are <laughs> chomping up a bit to start your first rant. And I well, think if, you, probably... if you
0: notice, I'm just saying okay to you. I'm not yeah. agreeing with you because I you disagree heavily. Disagree. Uh, sure. Respectfully, that brings us to I respectfully rants. disagree. Okay. I mean, I, I don't. You, you're saying the word prize. Yes. Artemis is her prize, or Parzival's prize. I will disagree with that. I okay. think Artemis becomes his motivation. I think, and I think that's a much more positive way to spin it. Because
1: less so. I'm not a politician. Sketch. I was spinning things when
0: you're saying just those those discs at the, on the house DJ at, <laughs> uh, at Hawkins Middle School.
1: Um, I spin. I spin vinyl. Artemis Do not politics.
0: I had. Oh, how do I put this? Okay. I don't know. For starters, I think saying that she's a prize makes it much more physical. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially in the book, it was much more, it was the motivation, it was the discovering of this connection between two people that there is another person in the world who I actually want to meet, I want to be with, I want to. Spend time with.
1: I want you to want me.
0: Sure. In the book, (laughs) I think far more so than in the movie, in the book, everyone in the Oasis is tremendously guarded. And even though you are with millions of people in this game, it is very clear that you are all alone in the Oasis. very true. And by meeting Artemis, by having this very organic relationship that goes through these tremendous ups and tremendous downs... Wade's I mean Wade's motivation starts turning into helping her, finding her, meeting up with her, mm-hmm. but it's also mutual. We don't see Artemis's point of view in the book, right. but we get enough through their interactions to know that they're both looking for the same thing even though they don't know they're looking for the same thing as in each other. Yes. You know, they're both obviously looking for the egg. Right. But, and that that maybe is filling the hole in their heart or in their desire. Mm -hmm. But through this, they're learning that, oh no, there's much more to life than beating this game, quote unquote. Right. Right. So it's not like your princess is in another castle to me. (laughs) It's, It's more like these two souls that have, Traveled and I'm doing a hand motion here. You are. It makes great audio. audio. From just from from across time and space, and they're just meeting at this one Mm -hmm. moment. And I I just thought it was beautiful. And
1: And, and I hear what you're saying.
0: I know. But you disagree.
1: I disagree because
0: she is literally in a castle and he has to win her. But it's more than just her (laughs) at that point it it is 100% is it more. oh is yes it? yes it is is it yes i'm sa- you're cute keep- even though you keep asking the question i'm not going to change the answer i tell this to my kids all the time you can ask me <laughs> however many times you want i'm not going to change the answer uh at that point certainly at the beginning when we meet wade yes that would be his prize yes at this point in the in wade's story i think he has moved past she is still tremendously oh, important to him.
1: Okay, so but there for the is, character of Wade, sure, but in the context of the book written by the author, mm-hmm. she is literally a princess in the castle. That's the motif he's going for. It's
0: oh, Mario. Yeah, yeah. but we don't get her point of view right. on things. I do like in the movie how at the end he had to sacrifice Artemis to pr- protect yes. her life. That was, that was lovely. I thought that was fantastic. Um, but the other thing, my other problem with Artemis isn't so much like a problem with Artemis it's what they did this is my second it's what rant. they did to wade to make artemis better yep they took a lot of what made wade great and smart and clever yes and motivated and they instead just assigned that to artemis yep so instead of having Wade just be this great character that he is from the book and having Artemis be... Also be a great uh, character. Also great character. And let's like... They let's s- actually... We have the chance to write some, some story for her. Write some right. character for her. Well, let's just instead... Let's take simplify some Wade. Wade. Let's just 50-50 yeah. them both out. Yeah. You know? And that, I think, was my biggest problem with Artemis was that I felt because of what they did to Artemis, Wade, Wade suffered. Wade And yeah. so, sure, it was less of a Wade story... Fine, that's mm-hmm. okay. But more than that, it was the it, high five they diminished Wade. Yeah. To get the Artemis story. Like I love well, that they, Artemis they was also... in IOI. I love that they did that. And, yep. in, that did that. and yep. in the book, Wade's the, Wade's one, the one that goes and in Wade it. he comes up because it takes place over months, he right. he, he learns, he develops a plan, he allows himself right. to be captured. I mean it's very like it's very uh like a like a heist yes. almost to do this. Whereas Artemis is more like impulsive and quick on her feet and she right. finds herself here and she finds a way out. Great. I love that. But like Wade were... didn't have the counter to that. Right.
1: In the book, if this were a comedy, this would be the point where like it happens and then you get to this, the story builds back up to this point and you get the flashback of like yeah. all of the planning that went into exactly. it. And the villain's like, oh my God, how did I feel i fall for this? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's, that's the reason I, I disagree. No, that's fine. Well, and we are allowed to we disagree. Are. We are, and you can ask me, "Was it?" as many times as you want, and I'm still going to stick to my
1: <laughs> Well, my that brings answer. me that brings me to my first rant very nicely. It's it's just the oversimplification of the Oasis and the challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the challenges were too complex and niche for the appeal of a blockbuster. Yeah, but they were so much better in the book. I, it it was, it was just too simple. When I, the challenges in the movie, Mm -hmm. I understand why they did it. They were too easy. Yes. When I ever be Easter eggs, when I, no Easter egg is that
0: easy to, Oh no, goodness. No, uh,
1: a find. And then B, you can find an Easter egg, but
0: then to obtain it and
1: then never obtain it. Yeah. There are certainly challenges and quests that I've never, and the, a lot of the Arkham games come to mind. I, by the time Arkham Knight came out, I didn't even give a shit about the Riddler quests anymore. I was like, these are just too goddamn hard, a lot of these. Yeah.
0: Some of I them, love, like, oh, I Some that, of them. You, you can't know me. That's like, some without my,
1: getting, like,
0: they're like so convoluted.
1: Um, there's no way anyone, like, the 90% of people would never find them. I was way
0: more proud. And if we ever talk about Tomb Raider, maybe I'll talk about it during the Tomb Raider episode. Yeah. But when I played through PS3 Tomb Raider, you got 100%? And I, and I got 100% on my own. Right. I felt so much better about that sure. than even just beating the game. You know what I mean? Like I, the adventure right. of, and discovery of finding these sure. things. Was oh,
1: secondary to playing the game yeah. for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, it got to that point. Oh, so good. Um, what were you saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> How oh, they the the oversimplified the, yeah. the challenges. I,
0: when we ordered our tickets for for opening night. Yeah. My wife and I had the discussion of, should she go or should she not go? She had not read the book yet. And I told her, I don't recommend you going to the movie. And she said, oh, because I haven't read the book yet? And I said, yeah, that's the reason. No, I honestly did say, like, I really think this book is so good. I really think you should read the book and then see the movie. Because it'll ruin, like, those big discovery moments. It'll ruin the challenges for you. Then I saw the movie and right. saw that it was whoo, completely different right. and I came home and I told her you would have been able to would, come. Right. You can see this movie and then go read the book. Right. And it'll still be amazing. Yep. You know, it's not going to take anything away.
1: A rare instance in when I think like a book and a movie are equally as good and can stand on their own.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you've seen this movie and and are now like, "Well, I don't really have to read the book anymore." I would, read, read the I would still I would still read the book. And if you get the audio version, you, it's read by Will Wheaton.
1: It is read by Will Wheaton. Yeah, and he's at one fantastic. point,
0: and at one point, he has to say Will Wheaton because yes, he's referenced. He's in referenced
1: the book. in the book. Um, so meta. I had the thought, and
0: I know this was just a me thought, and I am I would almost never uh, put this out there for like any other movie, but this was a movie that I left with going, God, I wish it was like a trilogy, and that yeah. like each challenge was the focal point of its own movie. Wow. And I know that would really stretch it out, and I know that most people wouldn't want that, but I just. I wanted to really get into those challenges yeah. a lot more than we did in the movie, but there's limitations. You have such and such amount of time, and uh, you have to bring the whole audience along with you, you at once. You don't have the kind of the freedom of a book that like lets the reader digest it at their own pace. You have a bunch of people in the theater, and they all have to get from point A to point B together. Yes. So, just limitations. Your rant. My rant. Um, well, I talked a little bit about. Artemis and Wade already and just how I thought that the characters were like their edges were their sharp edges were dulled. Yeah. You know? And and another character that I feel like that was done to a Sorrento. The, oh yeah. The villain. <laughs> uh, he, was... he was almost at times in the movie like comical Right. and silly and like and he had this underling in the real world finale which right. wasn't in the book and like she was the more vicious one in the movie. Yeah. Oh Yeah. And and in the book, he's fucking doing all this. Like, oh yeah, he is a straight up dangerous guy. Yes, and he,
1: they kind of uh, they did the same thing with him that they did to Wade. Really, they they, did. they split him off into Finale and Iraq.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did.
1: Iraq is a much different character in the. I mean, I that's and even this though piggybacks th- nicely into my. This is a rant section, but I rant. still
0: I still liked Iraq in the oh, yeah. movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah, very different. I like how they changed him. This is T.J. Miller's character. Yes, in the book, he's he's really nobody. He's he's just like he's, a he's like
1: a, he actually is more with the high five than he, yes, is, he is with Sorrento. Yes, he he's a gunter. Yeah.
0: And and but he ends up being a sellout. Yeah. Uh and like sells information for a little bit of fame. Right. Whereas in this book, I mean, he, he I mean in the movie, he is legitimately working for yeah. Sorrento. And he's
1: doing He's a private contractor. He's doing
0: yes. in the Oasis basically what Finale's doing in the in real, the real world. world. And Sorrento is really just
1: He's just a he's just a faceless suit. Yeah. And who doesn't get any of this? In the book, he's much more dangerous.
0: He is ruthless. he is he is dangerous. He is much smarter. Oh yeah. In in the book. And he is um He's I think they went for it in the movie to make him heartless, but it came off more of just like he doesn't get it. No. He's not invested. Yep. He's not invested. Okay. But in the in the and I think that was just, a
1: legit decision, um, just even based oh, uh, on his avatar. I would avatar. agree.
0: I would agree, and I think that's why specifically it's a rant. Like yep. it's not just something that happened. Like it was decided to do this mm-hmm. to Sorrento in a similar way that it was decided to do this to, right. to Wade. Um oh God, he is he is he is he is just a very threatening, menacing villain. Yep. In the book. Do you have a rant?
1: I do. Uh, Wade and Samantha are just too cool and beautiful and perfect in the yes, movie. Yes, um, yes. Yes,
0: that's a big rant.
1: Wade is like crazy overweight and um, they... not I shouldn't say crazy overweight, but he's... He's got some chunk. Yeah.
0: He doesn't and do a lot of physical activity no, in the real world.
1: They uh, they emphasize this in the book where he has to use an exercise bike. He's so poor, he has to generate power. His power. Own, yeah before he can use his rig yep. and it can run out yep. and he has to recharge it mm-hmm. and he like he hates exercising so much and there's so much emphasis placed on that in the book and and uh Artemis's birthmark is is so like you get this in the movie, like, oh, if you saw me, you wouldn't love me. That I'm was a, that was a big issue it's for like, me. Oh,
0: like, it was like you won't love me in the real world because I'm ugly, and then you meet her in the real world and she's beautiful, <laughs> it, but she has a birthmark, <laughs> and it's like, it's like insulting, yeah, to the average public, right? That right. that we are like, hey, we're talking, hey, like, lady, you're fine, yeah. Uh, and then she like wears her birthmark <laughs> in the in the game like as a badge as a of,
1: badge like, of honor of, of yeah, who I am, which was, was
0: like a cool little little nod. But they
1: they were so it was just they took so... a message
0: from the book yeah and they just they blew it they just
1: blew they, it into yeah. the wind.
0: They had every chance to not and they didn't like overly doll up Samantha no. or anything like that, but. She's certainly like wearing makeup when Wade meets oh, yeah. her and <laughs> like, she's like part of an underground
1: resistance. There's she has perfectly like swept hair yes, with a curl. There's no reason she's for wearing, her to like, look this
0: good. And She that,
1: like she looks like she's ready for prom. Yes. And and same with uh same Wade, with Wade too. Yeah. I mean
0: Wade, Wade also they and had Wade a real so chic. They had a real chance here yeah. to like it's even just part of the storytelling device yeah. to kind of like.
1: <laughs> it's egregious. It m- is make egregious. Make them more
0: like regular, normal people. <laughs> yeah. We bear. Well, in the movie, we see them more often than we do in the book. Yes. But like, they're not even on screen all the time no. where like your audience is going to be like, I can't watch these ugly people anymore. Right, 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 right. They're always going to see the difference between.
1: And to be fair, they're not ugly in the book. They're just average. They're just average. Yeah, that's the average point. Average people.
0: Like, we have. This. Hollywood has a hard time showing us average people. And when they show us average people, I'm always like, God, I wish I was that we're average. We're not
1: talking my 600-pound life right. here. They're we're, just average, normal people who this, spend all day in a virtual world so they're not, like, chiseled superheroes. This was the perfect platform yeah. to
0: actually have Hollywood show some average people. Average like people. Like, you and I. Well, we're a little above average. We're a little above average. That's why we do an audio podcast. Yeah. Uh, but... I, I, I 100% agree with you. When I saw <laughs> uh, like the first Sills of like Samantha right. in the real world, I like, was like, oh, is, come on. This is not
1: what I pictured.
0: Yeah. I loved in the book when um, Wade is basically almost killed by Sorrento. Yep. He goes on the run and he, he hides his identity and everything, and he right. locks himself into this apartment. And uh, he starts to get so overweight that, like, yes. almost on an impulse buy, he he buys yes. this exercise program, exercise program, and it locks him out of the Oasis right. until he does an hour of exercise. Yeah. And then it gets him in the best shape of his entire life, and he decides to, even after the trial period is right, done... Right,
1: right, right. He, he continues He to continues do it because yeah. he recognizes
0: it's good for him. What a fucking good message. Yep. Like, that's a great message. He didn't want to do it. He hated doing it, yep. but through the work and perseverance and because he had no choice, he actually got in shape and then he realized, oh, oh this, this is this is better for me. Yes. Yeah, this is This is this is me now realizing Living that in my reality yep. there are things I must do too. And that was a great way that the Great message the, the book did it. Yep. Was that your rant or my that rant? was my rant. I just jumped
1: in on it though, because okay. that That's so and outrageous. her birthmark wasn't even like I grew up. Throw and some is, hairs in it or something. Uh, Jeez. I, I grew up with someone went to, and went to school with them who had a similar mark. Yeah, uh, and went through the process of having it removed. And I, I can just, you know, whatever. I can remember being like uh, in fifth grade, being like, "Why? Yeah, why?"
0: Artemis or Samantha at the very least should have been a little more off-putting than at least the people around her. Yeah. Like she had the guy with the fucking like Mike Tyken, Tyson <laughs> yes,
1: the face, face tattoo, tattoo. on his yes.
0: face ah. and like these people around Dragon the main characters Man are pretty average looking. Yeah. So yep. she should have at least been
1: as average as average of as, everyone, as around, everyone her. around
0: her. Yeah. You're you're Anyway, rad. I'll I'll, you're rad. I'll move on. Um I I didn't like, and this this will be a quick one, just a kind of a little change from the book to the movie. But I, I didn't like how in the book or in the movie we kind of got this little scene of just Wade becomes famous, Parzival becomes famous, and he buys all of his upgrades. Yeah, he buys the holy hand grenade, he buys the Rubik's cube, like he just buys things. The,
1: the Zemeckis cube. In yeah, in the none of the none of that exists in the book.
0: Right. There's in the no in Zemeckis the book, cube. he goes on quests. He starts. Yes. Forming relationships with Daito and show. Right. Like, he earns these things. He goes. He now on has adventures. the resources
1: to go on adventures yes. to leave his planet. And, and, and great and through have, this, you know, he
0: grows. Yes. Through this, he matures. Through this, he makes We've relationships.
1: We've only got an hour and, and. I know we do, but that. 70 minutes. That or scene. An hour and 40 minutes or whatever it was. That scene
0: could have just as easily been, been a montage. A montage. Which would have
1: been a great yes. 80s that nostalgia scene, thing to throw in of you, them showing you different planets and. You and, would not have yes. had
0: to. Extend the length of the movie at all? You could. You're absolutely in a montage. right. You're absolutely and, right. And so that—that that bothered Every me. Every movie needs a montage. Every movie needs a montage. Deep cut there. Um, Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, Captain, Ameri- oh Captain America. Captain <laughs> America. Oh, scat. Team America. Team America. Uh, World Police. Gotta have a montage. But yeah, so that just bothered me because that was to me that was like a grievous misstep. That that took away yeah. the aspect of gaming. Why people yep. are in this game.
1: Yeah, there's two types of gamers. There's there's in MMOs. There are the gamers that go on quests, yeah. and amass their objects, and there are people who dump thousands of dollars into the game and buy whatever the hell they want.
0: And it's also a. It would have been a great critique on the current climate of yes. gaming. Yeah. Like, do you remember when to unlock levels or to unlock skins? You had to complete. You had to previous, complete. Them. Yes. Now you just, you just put in your credit card yep, information and buy and the DLC. Get, and that's what Wade did in this. Yes. And he, as a gamer and a geek, should have been off-put by that. Yes. Just like you and I are as yes. as, as audience members. Yes. So that's a rant. Maybe it's an even bigger rant than I even was, started yeah, outside. That, I think that was because, bigger than you intended. It's, but it's egregious. It is.
1: It's egregious. Um, this, is, this is kind of... The message of the movie seems like... It is betrayed by the movie itself. Okay, I uh, what it up, I mean by that is me. the product placement of WB in a film <laughs> that makes IO that that makes it I- the IOI mm-hmm. of the real world, and it, it it just ends up betraying the the message that they're trying to convey yep. with like the, these these. They're, they don't actually love this stuff. They're posers. They're taking advantage of you. Mm-hmm. They're just putting things in front of you that you want to buy. And that was kind of WB in this instance.
0: It was unfortunate. I feel like this was WB's way to stick it to it's Disney. Disney, yes! Uh, and this, this is a story... You might be killing story. it at the box
1: office, but when you look back at yeah. movie, movie cinema history, yeah. w, and even if we look at totals... WB is still killing Disney in the over the course of a hundred years. This WB Disney's not even close to catching WB.
0: This was like a, it felt desperate. Yeah. To pump in as to much remind as they us did.
1: everything that WB's put out.
0: Whereas this story, in, in its core, yep. is really a story about like acceptance yep. of. All of this, all of it, stuff, and it's unfortunate that like real world, our politics, real world, yeah. Hollywood politics had to feature in. Today, and I don't know how you get around
1: that. I think the most egregious example of this, but I loved it, mm-hmm. was the Iron Giant. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, loved it. Did you not love it? I don't have the
0: the nostalgia feels that I feel a lot of people of our generation oh, do I with Iron, Iron Giant. Giant. I didn't see Iron Giant as a child. I saw it later in life. So it wasn't with me at those like crucial developmental gotcha. years. So, you know, like I saw him and I'm like, that's cool. He's got the Iron Giant or she's got the Iron Giant right. in, in this. But like people were like, fucking losing their shit yeah. over it. and And people do because and it's probably similar to me as something I saw in my childhood that I can't even think of right now. But, you know, it was fine to me. It didn't bother me. Right. I know other people were bothered by the Iron Giant in that she was kind of using it very violently. Right. And, and the Iron, the G- Iron Giant's Giant was, message is very not.
1: I'm a weapon of war, but yeah. I just want to sit in the forest and, and commune with nature. Yeah. yeah, and
0: instead in this, she's like, oh, well, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> Laser beams. Yeah. Uh, so I know some <laughs> yeah. people were bothered by that. But again, because I'm not so like emotionally invested in the Iron right. Giant, it didn't, didn't bother me that much.
1: You were rant.
0: Well, that brings me to this. This is another one that I say is small, but um, maybe it's bigger than I think once I start talking about it. Just I get why they did it for the visual in the movie, but it just screamed to me that whoever's making these decisions don't care about how virtual reality works in, At all in, in real world. Yeah, like when you see the scene of them driving down the street and the kids like playing Halo, play Halo characters like running down the street right. with their VR goggles on. Right. Like that's, no, they're gonna hit something. They're gonna run into a wall. car they're is gonna, going to kill. They're them. gonna fall. That you you right. don't do that. That's yeah. not how you that's play VR. That's not VR works. When the IOI guys like, they take the railgun and they shoot seven IOI guys in a row, right. and then it flashes to them in, in their IOI rigs, right. and the seven in a row get killed. Right. They that's, wouldn't be next to each other yeah, in this.
1: That's not Again, how it, works. it was. It was like minor, and it's like it's like but that's that's Spielberg showing that he's seventy one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's <laughs> that's when
0: it hit me. That's when I was like, oh, like there's an old there's an old man behind the wheel right. of this one, because that's not how we do things, you know. Um, it's it's like Artemis and Parzival didn't have to be literally next to each other to do all of their adventures together. Right. That's the whole point uh, right, of virtual yeah. reality.
1: There was no reason then for them to be driving around in the same truck.
0: Yeah and yeah. and for me and for me, it just came down to like it's a movie celebrating this technology, but it it like it failed at the understanding of it and like what is potentially one of the best features of this technology, right, just for like a visual, like a visual, and I'm a visual guy. I appreciate a good visual, but this was the, an instance where the specific visual to me hurt the. The deception of the movie, you know, the right. deception that like, oh, I'm here, I'm experiencing this, this could right. happen,
1: so. right? In a, a movie that gives us um, Daito jumping out of Serenity, turning oh. into a Gundam. That was
0: probably my biggest scene. I was out. like, <laughs> yeah,
1: um, they're
0: like, sir, sit down. Yeah, we are enjoying
1: this movie. To then also have. The things that you just talked about yeah. is mind blowing. It's yeah. like, did Spielberg actually direct this movie? Right. Or did somebody else do these parts? I feel like
0: I feel like at that point he was like, Well, they should all. Because they're in a line. They should all. and someone was like, Well, actually, Steve, uh, they wouldn't be next to each other. And Steve was like, Hey, fucking fire that guy. <laughs> and then he goes, to the next guy, they should all be in a line. He was like, Yes, sir, they should all be in a line.
1: Oh. Huh. All right. Do you have any more rants? Uh I I have one last rant, but we've already talked about it, so I'll just say the way in which they neutered characters, mm-hmm. uh, particularly Og and, uh, and IOI, mm-hmm. uh, Sorrento. Uh, and just briefly, Og is way more powerful and invested in the game. It's sweet what they did turning him into the, the curator, but he's, he's not as powerful. He's not as powerful. And he's not as um, revered. He's th- kind of a recluse in this. I think, looking back, and it, this wasn't made clear in
0: the movie, which is why it's, it's a rant, I think we're supposed to kind of tie that together with the falling out between yes. the two characters, yep. Halliday and Og, and that you're, you're really supposed to believe that Og has been removed from the game completely. Right. Even his avatar. Even his avatar, Or, yeah. or something yeah. like that. But that wasn't made clear enough to... It wasn't. ...to not become a rant.
1: Right. Yeah. And, um... And then, just we talked about how they've neutered Sorrento already, but they he's straight up murder people violently. Yes, in the real world. Yes, and then and then use their avatars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's terrifying. It is terrifying. It's terrifying. The scene where Daito dies is, yeah. in the book is gasp! I gasped yeah. like out loud when that happened, because it's it's really haunting that they see it from the point of view of his character. Of his character. And like what's happening to his real body and right. then all of a sudden the character just goes goes blank. Right. You know? Right. It's it's so much more devious in the huh. and so deliciously dark <laughs> what this this character is doing. But again the movie it really rounds the corners yeah. of the story and it makes it much safer yeah. for an audience. And I, I agree with you. I think Sorrento needs his fangs, man. He does. And instead, he's just like a, Oh, this guy, this guy. It, a, it, it's almost to the point where you like, you. It's hard to believe that he's even where he is. He's a and is as powerful as he digitally
1: is. removed mustache on the lips of Henry Cavill.
0: Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. Well, should I do my last my last rant? Yeah. Yeah. Take it away. This rant comes with a little story. Okay. May I?
1: Can you? Uh, it's a short story.
0: It. Okay. When. When I was talking to a friend of mine about this movie, and he asked me two things. What am I most excited about? Mm -hmm. What am I most worried about? Okay. And I listed some of the scenes I was excited about. Just holding me let down because they weren't in the movie, but whatever. I got past it. thing I said...
1: Did you really? I did. I got past
0: them. Because I I bumped the movie up to an indie. I I left it really enjoying it the second time. I said there was one thing that they could do in this movie that would make me fucking hate it. Okay. Absolutely hate it is if at the end, after all of this happens, <laughs> Wade learns the important lesson that no one should be in the virtual world and everyone should appreciate the real, the world. real world. And he shuts down the <laughs> Oasis. Just on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And he didn't do it, but then he fucking does it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right, Thursday. right, right. So right. I didn't hate the movie, but I was like, oh, fuck you. You, had, right, you, right, you, right. you made it almost to the end. Right. And it's like, okay, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, People are out of a job now. Right. People don't go to school right. anymore. Right. And I'm really happy for you two that you have each other in the real world right. in the same building. But right. But all of these other relationships right. are like, well, I guess I'll just sit here and I don't know, do drugs for a day <laughs> until I can get back into the thing I live for.
1: Right. You know? I guess I'll just sit here in my empty apartment. Yes. By myself, trying not to hurt myself like, until I can log back into the game and see my therapist. People are. Very prone to addiction uh, in yeah. this world, and yes, well, people it's a get, world predicated on using addiction in positive ways. Yes, the
0: oasis might not be perfect, but it's a much safer, safer. environment for for people with addiction. Right, and it's so much better to get addicted to this the, than yes. it is to like boot tar heroin right. or something. Okay, <laughs> and so I can only imagine that in this world, the, it would be the, the black tar heroin actually. Oh, it's not boot tar hair? No, 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 that's no. black tar. Shows what I know about th- about drugs. See, guys? <laughs> Sketch doesn't do drugs, and you just learned why Shades had to go to rehab for a couple of weeks. Uh, but, like, it's so... It's so closed-minded. Like it was such a juvenile choice for them to make. Like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, everyone should go out there and experience life. <laughs> well, it's what also gonna...
1: a movie. It's also a movie made by a seventy-one-year-old that who doesn't and understand that's what was, virtual I was reality. Like, I was like, oh, oh there's Spielberg. Steven, there
0: it is. There he is saying, "You kids got to get out there <laughs> and play." They don't have a yard, Steven. They're eight, eight RVs up in the sky. Oh, they have God. nothing to do. Nothing. And and it just really bothered me and it was like all right you kids i guess you could log out on Tuesdays and Thursdays to have your <laughs> snuggle time but everyone else shouldn't you be shouldn't forced you shouldn't
1: make that decision for everybody you shouldn't make that decision yeah.
0: for everybody that was rough uh, or at least like put in like incentives to not be out as much right. you know right, right, or right, right, right. you
1: know
0: so Kudos to them for not just flat out saying the
1: oasis is shut down.
0: Yes, and and for backing it up a little bit, but I didn't even need that. No, I didn't even. It need didn't that. make sense. And that's one of the things I love about the book. The book ends basically just as the contest completes. You right. don't get like an epilogue of like, well, then Artemis and I fell in love and we went off to Oregon and we had babies and the oasis flourished for a couple more years before I faded. Like yeah. no, it just <laughs> ended, and you as the reader are left with like, okay. Wade loves this world. I feel confident that he's, going to, be a good he's going to be a good caretaker of this world. Or you as the reader, if you read the book and you go, oh, Wade has learned a lot about this world, and now I trust him to kind of wean the world off, off of this, of he will do it. Like The book let you make make that decision.
1: Wade has learned that there there are positives yes. of living in the real world, exactly. and he's going to share this knowledge with everybody, exactly. and give, give it rules and structure that will make the Oasis even better. Yes.
0: Instead, nope. we get this little Come line down. pushed in at the end that Co- says, like, I know what's better for everybody. All you need and, is love. Yeah. Do, do, and that, do, do, do. Fuck you, John. That just Fuck you. That just bothered me. Because I know drug use and suicide skyrocketing <laughs> on Tuesdays Seriously? and Thursdays in this Seriously. world. Seriously. Yep. Like, no doubt in my mind. Yeah. You don't take addicts and go cold turkey two days yep. of the week. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Uncle Travis, like, you can keep doing coke, but on Tuesdays and Thursdays, no Coke. Uncle Travis is going to be a fucking mess on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uncle Travis dreads Tuesdays and yes. Thursdays. Yes. And I would too in this future. Do you have any <laughs> big questions I about Ready Player big One? I
1: have questions for Ready Player One. Uh, is everybody just doing drugs on Tuesdays and Thursdays? That was not my big
0: question. I think that we just answered that.
1: Okay. Um, first big question. Can I start?
0: Yeah. I just took a
1: rant. What so. the F is up with the resistance? Yeah. Artemis calls uh, basically... Calls Wade's kidnapper. Mm-hmm. He's kidnapped. Yes, he is. He's abducted. Straight up abducted. Yes. Quote her guy. Yeah. Implying authority mm-hmm. that she has some kind of status, and she walks him around like her cult compound. Oh, I definitely read it. Like this um, is
0: Artemis's organization. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: she's some kind of wealthy recluse who's like crafted this thing somehow. Um. I don't know if you ever watched Revolution, but it had that feel when you first walk into. That's one on my list though that I'd like to see. I enjoyed the first season, second season. That's that's what I heard. Um, What what happened? They never developed it, and collapses like that. Well, this is why I say
0: that they evened out. Wade. they like knocked him down to fifty percent, and they bulked up Artemis to fifty percent. They didn't like make her like woo amazing because. They deposit this idea of the resistance and then they did nothing with it.
1: Well, and then they're all murdered? And I assume because IOI has its own them? army
0: or police department.
1: You don't see any of them in the in the the work camps. No.
0: And I had a big problem with that work camp. Oh, it's such a big problem. Because in that the work book camp. the work camp makes sense because it's like right. tech support yeah. and like stuff like that. And in this they're moving boxes. It made like, no Just write a program sense. to move boxes. Yes. We, we we have yes. that technology, believe we, it or yes. not. Even right now, as right, you and yeah. I are, are
1: discussing <laughs> this. It's it's actually they sell toys, and you can program it on your smartphone. Yeah. and it will it'll do that. Yes. So that that they I didn't write it down the name, but I didn't like the word. They are basically human Roombas. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I, Artemis's resistance was. Was she the only one that goes into the Oasis? They had another rig, but yeah, we never, I, I feel like we never saw another person mm-hmm. enter the oasis. You had one guy that kidnaps and cooks. Yep. And you had like five other people, <laughs> and I don't know what they do. Obviously, not lookout because right. there was no warning was when no IOI showed up. Um that that was a big that was that was another point where I was like, okay, Spielberg is an old guy because he was like. All right, how do we show that Artemis is like right. a cheek-ass woman? Well, let's give her resistance right, to lead. Right, 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 Okay, what do you want to do with it? No, that's enough. Yep. Like, just have her have it. That's, that's revolutionary enough to have this young girl leading this revolution. Yeah, they or resistance. They needed to do more with, more with that. I 100% agree with you. That's a great big question. I don't have an answer. Thank you. I don't have an answer. Okay. I only have... Well, I have two on questions. us. Lay on us. One is light and one is less light. What, okay. would, what would you like first? Give me the light. Okay. We as the audience, yes, are totally on board when Wade falls in love with Artemis. Oh, okay, finds in the real world, convinces her she's beautiful, mm-hmm. and presumably they happily ever after on Tuesdays and Thursdays, <laughs> right? And we as the audience are like, yes, it's he fell in love with her even before she knew about her grotesque, not at all, birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, so he he loves her at her core being like who she is not based on appearance at all and that is true and that is pure and that is lovely
1: and, and we're like
0: yay what if he found Artemis since she was 11 years old <laughs> <laughs> what if she was show yeah, I mean, <laughs> we see we see that children play this game. What if Wade fell in love with, with an eleven year old? It has to happen in this world, right? Yeah, it has to happen all the time. And we, as the audience, were like, "Yay!" Right, love right, each right, other right. For who each other are, and then the reveal that like, oh, oh. Artemis is eleven. Oh no! Oh, I am very invested in this relationship already, <laughs> and <laughs> now I know she's eleven. That would have been a giant issue. And I guess my big question is, what the fuck?
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're playing with fire here. It is a risky setup. It I will give you risky, that. It is very risky. risky setup. It is very risky.
0: I Like, if I were Wade, I would have been like... Very cautious. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, when he met her. Like, oh my God. Right. Because like, don't you think I'm ugly? And he could be like, I'm just glad you're my age. Right. <laughs> all of them, right oh, right, are you right. afraid? I was... 78 and a man, no. No. I was afraid Afraid you were eight and a girl. Eight-year-old
1: girl, yeah. You know. (laughs) Uh, Can you tell that we both work in education, long-time listeners? Our greatest fear?
0: Seriously. Like, oh,
1: God. When you think about
0: the dangers of online right now for everybody, for everybody, imagine how more dangerous the The Oasis Oasis is. is.
1: Yep. Holy shit. For, For children... And adults. and adults, and adults. That's why I mean, for who literally are not everything, themselves everybody. sexual predators? Oh like, yeah, just
0: oh shit. Well, there's that, uh, like, like catfishing. Yeah, I'm not saying children out there catfishing adults. Right. I'm saying, but like, yeah, it's a real. It is. It a, it, it really would bring up a, a very interesting like discussion that risk. I don't want to have on this podcast. Nor do but, I. But like, if you were in that world, it is. I mean, risque. think about like the support groups that would exist within the oasis. There, for like, there
1: would be a planet.
0: Yeah. A planet-sized support because it'd be like, oh, I married a woman and we had had digital children and we've been living happily for 20 years and I found out that it's a man who has 18 other families simultaneously. Right. Like, how do I deal with that mentally? Right. I mean...
1: Easy sketch. Easy.
0: That's... uh, I mean, that's not autobiographical at all. I mean, (laughs) that's a hypothetical. Yeah. Um, But I mean, that's an aspect of the Oasis that I find very interesting. Because, like, I know yeah. it's out there. Oh, yeah. And there's no way this movie's going to touch it. Right. And the book doesn't really even touch on no. it either. But people who just...
1: People who play, like, MMOs. MMOs. Or even or, just it, on yeah. social media. Social you, media. Know yeah. you know that people are what's displaying...
0: Happening. You know it's happening. ...what they want you to yep. see. It is... It is just an interesting situation. I... So the question was, what the fuck? Do you have an answer? Uh... Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't don't do it. Just stay uh, to yourself and and curl up on a ball on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Try not to OD on some black tar heroin. It's black tar heroin? Black black tar heroin. I am
0: going to search the go after we're done recording, (laughs) and I swear to God (laughs) if I find any black tar heroin.
1: (laughs) My uh, my drug of choice is hot chocolate.
0: Yeah. It
1: really is. That's what he calls it. Yep. No, it's Uh, not it's it's not
0: a substance, guys. It's not, it's a it's a stripper at whiskers. (laughs) His name is Hot Chocolate, and (laughs) and Jay just really can't get enough. But you know what, guys? It's better than the
1: heroin, so we let him do it. We let him do it. Thank you for doing this show with me, Sketch. No problem. Oh man. Do you have
0: another big question? I have one more, but it's your turn.
1: I do. How the fuck? Yeah, and I know we've talked about how neutered this character is and how clueless he is. Well, this might how be my question. How <laughs> the fuck uh-huh. did Sorrento not know uh-huh. he was still sitting in his chair, yeah. wearing the fucking visor? Yeah, how did he not feel? How it? did he not feel the visor yeah. on his face? Because this isn't the Matrix. Yeah, this is not the Matrix where you're plugged in a machine and you don't know that you're in. Yeah, the Yeah, that virtual you're not world. aware of
0: the virtual. Yeah,
1: I know. So, uh, spoiler alerts. at the the big caper of this movie is they need to get Sorrento's login password to save Artemis. To save Artemis. Mm-hmm. And, and Artemis needs to get it. So they, they hack the Oasis and they make Sorrento think he's logging out. And as he's logging out, they hijack they him. Hijack him mm-hmm. And they put him in the Oasis in his office.
0: Yeah, so he, he,
1: thinks, he thinks he's, he's in, the in, real uh, in the real world, but he's still he's in the still game. The Oasis. And, and uh, Artemis is in his office Reading his password. Yeah, I. How the fuck did he not still feel the visor wait, what on his was face? Because it was because
0: Wade knew the password because he saw it. It was it was uh, Boss Man sixty nine. But why they needed? Oh, they needed the, to oh, they find need where serial, Artemis was. They needed to know which closet she was in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that's not exactly my question, but it'll pig back into mine. So I'm glad you asked it. I found that scene. I, I liked the scene. I thought I liked, it was. I liked fun, the whole
1: setup, but it, but was, it was based so impractical. on such a
0: faulty premise yeah. that it, it the bottom fell. That's
1: off. once again. I feel like a seventy year old, seventy one yeah. year old man who doesn't understand
0: mm-hmm. VR. Because in the
1: in the book,
0: and I don't mean to keep doing that, but it's we, we like the to. only time I can ever to. do that. In the book, like yeah, Wade, uh, Wade has uh, LTL's to leave.
1: sketches only ever read this one book in his life.
0: Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> we'll never read another book. again. <laughs> never again. again. Uh, Reed, for the rest of my life for chumps. Yeah. In the book, Wade, I love it. Wade has to get out of the oasis every once in a while in right. his van because it's fucking
1: freezing. It's right. and he has to uh, run right. the
0: bike again to power to up power the, heater. the heater. And he can feel it freezing yes. on him. Like yeah. you are aware. As great as this world is and as immersive as this world is, it's not plugged in your brain. It's not plugged into, your, not brain plugged into your brain. Yeah. You're, you're getting it through your eyes and your ears and maybe right. a suit and gloves. If, if, you, if have, you have, if that you have
1: that stuff. the immersive suit. But you're still
0: a yes. physical body, and yes. you know you have a physical body.
1: Sorrento is just a dumb shit, <laughs> right? I like, like, really, but like, even if you're, even if you are the dumbest motherfucker on the planet, yeah, this is just egregious.
0: And it's also right. It it really it made H seem so smart and so capable, which was right. awesome. And then it was like, oh, you're so dumb for allowing it to reflect you guys, right? You know what I mean, right? Like, you should right if, if you put. All this work into it this make environment sense. don't then do this right and if and it's also it's also strange because it it doesn't mesh with the rest of the technology and again, no. this was an invented scene for the movie, so right. like it, yeah,
1: this it, is not in the book so, at all
0: and it and it failed because again they set up in in h s workshop don't need to physically be next to the the setup of Sorrento's office. Right. And then they like have a door There's no reason the for that. Show. They don't have to do that. That's no. another like, Chevy old man, have it right next to <laughs> Have no office. Do you want a Werther's? And they're like, all right, <laughs> Stephen, whatever you,
1: whatever you want.
0: I don't want to be fired like the last guy. Um, can I do my Sorrento question? sure? Sure, sure, sure. You, yeah. yeah, there's no, he's, he's, he's a faulty character is my answer to yeah. And And here is mine. Why on earth didn't he shoot Wade at the end of the movie? He opens the door to the van. Right. Wade is obviously holding the, the egg. Right. This boy... For, for starters, Sorrento has been trying to murder him for roughly oh, an hour in this movie already. Right. He has tracked him down in the real world. Yes. He has a gun now, finally. he is yes. He is shooting it above people's heads to <laughs> make them clear, in the weakest attempt... To to block someone. Right. He is intent on killing.
1: Wade. Yes, and then
0: does not. Then he not... opens the door, Wade has the egg, and Serenzo's like, oh, he beat me. Right. You would think in that moment, blind rage would take over. Just this boy has destroyed my life, and now there is no chance at redemption because right. he has the egg. Right. Why does he just go, oh, he got me? Yep. Like, it... Pissed me off. I wanted him to, like, still go for the shot, but then, like, one of the high five saves him or something like that.
1: Like, uh, you know, the, oh. What? I'm gonna save it.
0: Oh, okay. Um, what, you got a pitch? I got a pitch. Oh, great, because I don't have a pitch, other than, I guess this is gonna pitch. And the follow-up question is, why didn't he kill him? In a, in a reality in which he did kill him, what do you
1: think would happen to the, the, the Oasis? Okay, I'll answer this. Okay. Uh, first, why, why doesn't he just shoot him? Why does he give up? because It's a Spielberg movie, yeah, and Spielberg movies of of this variety, not like a Saving Private Ryan, yeah, or yeah, Schindler's yeah, yeah, List. yeah.
0: This is a family oh, movie. Oh,
1: actually, you know what? Even Schindler's List has a happy ending, kind of, yeah, because they like they go to the real world and then you see all the people that survived, uh, because it's a Steven Spielberg and, movie again, and it's gotta, a fam, it's intended to be like a fun, uplifting family. I gotta
0: movie. say, I it's not like I wanted him to actually like no, headshot Wade, doesn't but make like, sense. Ma- like make the attempt and then have
1: someone Or or like save at least him. make him be out of bullets. Like there's he just Or he gives doesn't know how to use the gun because so so you know? fucking stupid. The answer is cause it's a Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. And then in a movie in which he does like just shoot Wade in the face.
0: Yeah, before Wade has signed the contract or anything.
1: What would it look like? It what would, would
0: happen to the Oasis? It would it would Who be would it go every to?
1: other it would go to Sorrento.
0: You think it whoever kills Wade becomes the
1: well, I think or if the, had- the challenge... So, Halliday's left. <coughs> control... Like, the red button's there. Nobody can ever turn it off, but nobody has the passwords or, or the key codes or however the fuck it works. They never explained that. Yeah. To access that room, mm-hmm. to control the Oasis. And so, IOI monetizes it. Yeah. It's like every other MMO that exists.
0: Well, then it's a good thing that yeah. they didn't shoot them. Even if it was a weak, weak it's, It is answer. weak, yeah. And it really was... I, no really, I really was. There's a crowd of hundreds of people yeah. blocking his way in the slums of Columbus. Yep. A real shitty area. I was like, no one has a gun. N- Not one person has a gun to stop this guy. Nope. We're going to block him with our bodies until he gets close to us and then we'll part like the Red Sea for this guy. I
1: mean here, here's the problem with this. Mm-hmm. This is the United States of America. Mm-hmm. In 2018 yeah. everybody's got a fucking gun. And this is and a this this is 2045. And this is a rough in the area. Slums where there are no resources left. Yeah. Nobody has ne- forget a forget a gun. Nobody has a weapon. Yeah, I, period. No one seems to have a backbone. No. Punch him. S- anything. Something. Yeah. I'm with you. He's
0: only looking forward. He's not he's only looking at the van. Come up behind him and tackle him.
1: Jeez. Anyway, continue. Um I have I have a light one and kind of a, a deep one. Well you do
0: both, because those are
1: that's oh, the end. Okay.
0: Um Go. here's, here's Oh, what one were you going to do first? What were you going to say? I was going to say go deep and then end us on a light. Great. At the end of the movie,
1: Halliday and um, Wade are conversing in his room. Mm -hmm. And there's old man Halliday Mm -hmm. and young boy Halliday. Mm -hmm. And Halliday says he's not an avatar. Not an avatar. And he's also not Halliday. Yeah. What is he? That's the question. I mean, that's the mystery. What is he and where does he go? I don't know. I feel like
0: this is based on nothing, okay. by the way. This is just my feelings. I feel like he's just a ghost. Like, he's a he's ghost, a in, the ghost machine. in the machine. And Halliday, just, he was, a, he was a recluse for the end of his life. He developed yeah. some way to upload his consciousness into the thing and where he'll just, like, just exist in his perfect world as, as this entity. That's based on nothing
1: other than what I want him to be. Is he sequel bait?
0: Is he sequel bait? I don't know. I hope there's not a sequel to this. I also hope there's not a sequel. As much as I love it,
1: one of the reasons I
0: love it is because it is a boom, self-contained little story here. I don't, And any sequel will just be blatant cash grab. Yep. And I do not
1: want that. I don't either. IOI wants that. It does. Yeah. I don't want that. I hope you're listening, WB. Yeah. WB, are you a long-time listener? I think they do. I would agree. They're like, God damn it!
0: One one podcast out there must like the DCUO <laughs> or the DC, the DC Cinematic Universe.
1: Oh my God, we found them! Yay! Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is my very light question: How how did Artemis know how to contact H. Dido and show in the real world? That is
0: a good question. It it really deposited the idea that they all already knew each other. Yeah, it, it was it was so easy. Right? Maybe. All we know for a fact is that she contacted H. Right, and we also know that H had some sort of contact crazy, with the brothers. Right. right. So, uh, but how did she find H? Right. How was she able to do? I don't know. Um, like I said in the book, everyone is is much more reserved right. than themselves. Yeah. Everyone is much more guarded. Nobody trusts each other. Nobody else. trusts each yeah. other. And for like, rightfully so in this world that they absolutely they make up. Strong agree. Um. But she just kind of had her on speed dial. Yeah, it was like show up. Yet at the same time, she had never met her. She'd never met either. She was she, just as surprised yep. as everybody else. Um, I also liked that the um the the two brothers, especially the older one, Daito. I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy Daito didn't die. As much I'm as I wanted to see Dito that Dito scene because yep. it was a great scene in the book, I'm happy he didn't die in the movie. Um, uh, but I liked how he was, you know, swinging the bat. Yeah, like it was a sword and everything. That was great. But what if he was just like a white guy? And (laughs) would be like, "Oh my god, that's cultural appropriation." That is. That is. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Uh, Yeah, I liked Daito a lot.
1: Yeah, they were they were a great they were a great team. Yeah.
0: So you were telling me that you might have something for our little segment of. Pitch,
1: please. What do you got for me? And WB, because they're listening. If you're going to go in this direction where the the gun is in Sorrento's hand, and he spent the whole movie trying to kill Mm Parzival, Wade.
0: And we have it, guys, if you haven't seen it, which again, we really recommended that you did before you leave. Yeah, it's
1: on you at this point.
0: Not only has he tried to kill him in the Oasis, he has has, tried to murder him in the real world. He
1: straight up murdered. A half dozen people, at least. At least he he,
0: he blew, blew up, up the stack that Wade lived in,
1: mm-hmm. um, and killed every single person in that stack, except for that old woman. That old woman was the first. That the old woman yeah. at the base of the stack was the one that yep, went. To she the got out.
0: We know what you did. Yeah, and we're just going to pass to the
1: side. Yeah, <laughs> killed the children. Go ahead, kill the children. So here's my pitch, and you you asked this like, what? Mm-hmm. if you're going to set it up for a family friendly kind of like a. a Goonies, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of Steven Spielberg happy ending. Mm -hmm. They've made such um, a big deal at this point of throwing out that uh, show is an eleven-year-old boy. Yes, and like don't call, don't tell him. He's like, don't tell him you want to hug him. Don't like his head's already big enough. He's yeah, like he's the ultimate badass. Mm -hmm. Then have show do some crazy. Like, take down. Mm-hmm. Kick it out of his hand. That, like, yeah. Take, take, like, have... you? We've talked about this before. If you introduce something, mm-hmm. it has to have a payoff. Yeah. Show, unfortunately,
0: was the only one who didn't do anything real world. Yes. The only thing he and did real world was show up in D11. Yes. Yep. Yeah.
1: And that would have then... Oh,
0: yeah. Could that you imagine for that if character? he, like, did something? I don't know. Something we had seen him do in the game, and yes. then he fucking, like, does the, like, it. Remember in... when he takes out his ninja star, yes. like, from his inventory? Yep. What if he had something that he, like, a, a hubcap or something a hubcap. that he throws at him? Yeah, yeah an said sure. And then Artemis could be like, you really you are a badass 11-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Great. Love it. Thank you. L- let's go back and let's rework it. Yeah. WB? Give us... You know our email? Yeah. Go be the, with Shades and Sketch at gmail.com. Yeah, I love Special it. edition Blu-ray. That's a great pitch and I think that if that had happened at the end of the movie I would have bumped my score like three, really? three four points I think, yeah. Alright. I think that the end really You needed something. The end really <clears> throat> 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 really just petered out for me. Uh, uh, it, at that very, very end. The real world to end. To
1: me it's really it, it really emphasizes the point of uh, Spielberg saw this other thing happening in the real world and was like oh, I want to go make a movie about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like I need to wrap this up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was unfortunate, and that's. Pr- I love I your. I love your idea that it's show. I love it. Thank you. And um, let's do it. All right. Let's do it.
1: Let's uh, let's go grab the camera. Yeah, our iPhones. just Go out in the backyard. And make yeah. it work.
0: I'll film you be show. Okay. You look more like show. So that works. Thank you. Yeah, no problem.
1: I think that brings us to.
0: Yeah. Shades and sketch, sketch recommendations. recommendations. Would you like me to do the first recommendation? Start us you off. Sketch had a pitch. I am going to recommend an HBO show called Westworld, which probably you've heard of. It was kind of, I feel like it came out as like a, oh boy, Game of Thrones is about to end. We really need our next big thing. (laughs) Uh, And so they made it. Westworld is an adaptation of an old Michael Crichton story. Uh, It takes place in a future amusement park because Michael Crichton really like, loves amusement He "He found the thing that works and he likes it. And in this amusement park, um, guests are basically immersed. It's real world, but mm-hmm. it's, they're immersed into a hyper-realistic, like, 1800s western town. Right. And um, the, the animatronics are incredibly right. advanced robotic, they call them hosts. Yep. And the, the people within uh, that, that pay to go to this amusement park are really allowed... To experience it however they like. It's like an open world MMO RPG, except it's in the real world. Right. They can choose to be the good guy. They can go collect bounties. They could sit on a ranch for a week if they want to. Right. They can screw prostitutes in the bar. They, they can, can do, walk through
1: town and shoot people.
0: They could do that. Yeah. They literally have complete whatever right. they want to do. And uh the story, you know, obviously starts as that, but then it it brings up the thoughts, and the discussion of, well, then what is real? Right. What technically is real? Some of the hosts, you see things from their point of view. It is is discovered throughout the season who actually are hosts
1: and who Mm. are not.
0: You see things from people's points of view, and then all of a sudden you find out, well, they've been a host all along. They're a robot. Oh, shit. But everything that I, I'm invested in their story, but their story is written. Their story is a program.
1: Wow. It's
0: very deep. It's very thought-provoking.
1: And they're not AI?
0: Well, they're not, but... but they're learning. They're starting to learn, okay. and some of the hosts are... St- but it also deposits the question, is this AI? They also believe that there might be sabotage going on in the park, that these could just be programs. But you see things wow. from certain characters' points of views that you think they're evolving. They deserve to live as much as the wow. humans. It's very—it's that's very. Deep. Even though I'm recommending it during Ready Player One, which is a family film, right. this is a not a ver- film. This is a mature audience gotcha. series. It's I find fantastic. It is gorgeous. Where they film it, the the landscapes are beautiful, and it really makes you think. There are twists and turns along the way, and they're Season one wrapped up, season two just started, but season one ends up in such a way that you go, oh, like you have one of those moments, which
1: that's what you want. Those are few and far between. I feel few and far between. And so
0: when you can find something that you go,
1: good media. Oh
0: yeah. yeah," That's worth it. So I highly recommend if you aren't afraid of a little mature content and have access to an HBO show, I recommend Westworld.
1: I do not, but I would like to see it. Yeah. And I do not condone piracy, so no. I'll have to, I'll have to
0: wait. I have HBO at home. Maybe if you, I would, I would love to rewatch season one now that I know how it ends. I would, if you ever love want to uh, watch, watch it, season with
1: one with you. I would. definitely Thanks. Watch it. Uh, I am going to recommend the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Perfect. This book and movie mm-hmm. is predicated on so much of early gaming, and there were other systems that were out there at this time, but the Atari Twenty Six Hundred really was. The first accessible home entertainment system that was practical, and they still ta- called it a computer system. It mm-hmm. was the Atari 26- Twenty Six Hundred computer, but it really is for the purposes of gaming. And I mean, just some of the games that I'm I'm remembering. Yes, there were was adventure, which is really the game that spawned things like. Gauntlet and, and World of Warcraft and Overwatch and even though it was a one player game, it was the first game where you you progressed. Well, it was with aptly titled. It was an adventure. Activity. You yes. are on an adventure. It spawned all of them, but there were other games like boxing and mm-hmm. tanks, uh, Pac Man, Pong, certainly, but also um, games, uh, you know. Tron, uh, the Mario Brothers' first game, which is in Mario Three, there's a level where you're like jumping on bricks and ice, and you're sliding around, and mm-hmm. you have to like grab this token that bounces around. If you jump on each other, that that was the first Mario game, mm-hmm. uh, and they put it in as a mini game where you could challenge each other in Mario Three if you were playing two player. Um, but just, it's such. It's so simple because mm-hmm. the the technology was simple, but the games are so complex. It's it's really it's really special, it and is. I would I would uh, I would highly recommend. They make they make like nostalgia systems where you know they Nintendo's been doing this recently, yeah, where like every a... release is on this little cartridge that you can plug into. And, and didn't it Atari like a system. Atari. Did it first? they just put out a joystick yeah. that you kind of plugged into your TV yeah. with RCA cables rather than a system? And they had like 50 to 100 games just uploaded on it because they take such low... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. ...low storage space at this point. I, I, I think if you're a gamer and it's something that you love, you got to experience it. You and wouldn't... I have fond memories of like sitting in, you know, uh, my grandparents' uh, upstairs that they didn't use on this little like... T- 8-inch color TV playing Atari and just loving it.
0: You and I are of the age where we are really on the front lines. We're really on the edge of the generation gap of pro video games or anti-video games. I mean, people older than us, and even some people our age, are very anti-video game. They don't see it as having any sort of merit or value. Uh, Right. But they do. And yes. it all comes from these games that yes. you're talking about. The the challenges, the wit involved, the reaction time, the quick problem solving that yes. you need to do, the critical thinking the that you need to do. The collaboration that Absolutely. you Absolutely. I mean, video games, a good video game, yes. exercises the best parts of our brains mm-hmm. that we, I think especially now, really should be refining. Yes. The, the best we can. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I, I will, I will uh, acknowledge your recommendation and I you. will endorse it.
1: Thank you. And I think you said something very important. Like, we're on the front line. We're right in between. It's interesting. Um, born, children of the 80s but really grew up in the 90s mm-hmm. and whatnot. We, you and I in particular, straddle the line mm-hmm. between a Gen Xer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and... A millennial. Yeah. And we used to say generations were defined by like 15 to 25 years. But now we've embarked on an age, it really has, your generation really has more to do with how you grew up and what you experienced mm-hmm. than when the, the date range of when you were born. Right. There's an, there's an overlap now. And in many respects, like when we were born could put us to one side of that or the other but what we experience clearly puts us to one side or the other. But I think both of us have made an interesting choice mm-hmm. to go in the other direction. Yeah. It is. So I, there's, I think there's a lot of value to, to that point that you made. Absolutely. And I think we should...
0: we got to get some games on this podcast. We do. we got to start talking about some we video games and spread the good news. Yes. Absolutely.
1: Thanks, uh, thanks for potting with me, Sketch.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah. Are you going to bring anything uh, with you from Ready Player One? Oh. I mean, I kind of think <clears> I know what you're going to choose.
1: I uh, I need to figure out how to get this uh, down. I'm going to.
0: Not this Wagoneer again. <sighs> no. Are we taking another goddamn Wagoneer no, with us?
1: This one's a little uh, rusty. I, I, I'm going to log in and grab that Ecto 88. Oh,
0: I knew you were going to take that. All right. Well, you are a fool because you can, I you can am. ride ta- with me. Okay. And I am going to take this. Uh, Extra life quarter. Yeah. That's going to come in handy. I don't need it. Yeah, I know. Because once you're on the boot tar heroin, black tar heroin, I might need an extra life.
1: If you are a fan of the show, uh, if you could kindly leave us us a rating and review, it really does help and boost our profile and get the word out. You can find us on the Twitter at Shades and Sketch.
0: Find us on Facebook. At just geeking out. Yeah.
1: And of course, you can email us at
0: go with shades and shades. you know about that. Thanks for listening. Oh, and we love hearing from you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time.